think that's missing in a lot of places today. Amen. Is the preaching of the blood. Yes. The singing of the blood. Yes. Yeah. Redemption by the blood. Yeah. I think we need more of the blood. Amen. Yeah. In our yeah. services, in our songs, in our preaching. And I believe the blood settles it all. And it did yeah. settle it all. Yeah. Yeah. And I thank God for it today because yeah. yeah. we would be lost and undone without Jesus Christ if it yeah. wasn't for His precious blood. Uh, you have to take into consideration this morning that there was only one true supreme sacrifice and that one being the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And I encourage you today, if you're here lost without God, doesn't know Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. You need to accept Him for who He is. The blood-shedding King of Calvary. Receive Him into your heart and your life before this day is through. Listen, I've been in some services here of late that if I left lost, I'd have been a miserable, miserable individual. Don't live your life that way. The Lord Jesus Christ can change it. Amen. Amen. Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 26. In the Word of God, as we gather around the table this morning to read about His precious Son and that precious blood that's been shed for you and I. Matthew chapter number 26 in the Word of God. I do thank God for our faithful Sunday school teachers and Workers in the church and that continue to keep everything moving. Uh, we want to see our classes filled up. That's why I want to encourage you to come to Sunday school. You can't go wrong in either of these classes. Sunday school's not just for children. It's for adults too. You learn the meat of God's Word in Sunday school. I'm telling you, you can learn so much more in Sunday school than you can even in the preaching service. About our Lord Jesus Christ. We encourage you to do that. Bring your children to the classes as well. And we've got some good classes for our children as well. And we want you to bring them and be a part of that. Bring them on Wednesday night. They've got a program for them back there on Wednesday night as well. And they'll take real good care of them, okay? Matthew chapter 26 and verse number 27. Let's stand for the reading of the Word of God. Prayer for the message in reverence to our Lord, Savior, and King of glory. The Bible says in chapter 26, verse 27 of the book of Matthew, And He took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is My blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Let us pray. Father... Lord, as we come to you today, as humble as we know how, Lord, we thank you for your marvelous grace and your mercy that you bestowed upon us. Lord, we pray in the name which is above every name, the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that you would add your blessings to the precious reading of God's Word. Lord, that you would roam the aisles of this church house during the preaching. Lord, I pray that if there be one here lost, Lord, I pray you'd save them before it's everlasting too late. Lord, we know that uh, sin can wreck families. Sin can wreck lives. But Lord, we know we can have forgiveness uh, through the darling Son and through His shed blood. 
Lord, we pray that you will meet with us here today on this side of heaven just for a little while. Lord, we beg of you. Lord, loose this tongue, let it go to where we may preach the word. Lord, I pray that you would make a recollection of Scripture easy to my mind. And Lord, I pray that we'll all receive a blessing. And as we leave this place of worship today, we'll say that it's been good to be in the house of the Lord. Lord, bless us today. Bless us indeed. In Jesus' name we do humbly pray. Amen. 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 As I was pastoring back in the lower part of the state, there was a lady that came up to me in the store there in Chesterfield County, and she said, Preacher, she, we had a radio program down there, and she had knew me from coming in and out of the store, and uh, she said, Preacher, I need you to pray for our church. And I said, Well, dear, I'll pray. I I try to pray for all the churches here in the community and we'll surely make it a priority of prayer. I didn't want to prize into their church business. I didn't want to know what was going on in their church or anything like that. And she she actually started, she said, Preacher, let me tell you. I said, well, Sister, hold on. I, I can't do anything inside your church. I, I said, I'll pray for your church. And what's going on is really none of my business. And I really don't uh, need to be exposed to any of that information. She said, Preacher, you don't understand. They're taking the blood out. It was a little Methodist church down the road there. And she said, I don't understand. We hired a new pastor a few days ago, or a few uh, months ago rather, and he's gotten settled in and the church was doing good. But all of a sudden, I don't understand it, Preacher. We walked into the church house uh, and the preacher done went through all the song books and had some of the men of the church to take every song in the song book that mentioned the blood of Jesus Christ and they pulled it right out of the hymn book and said we no longer need these songs anymore. Folks, that was probably uh, some 13 years ago, maybe 12 years ago, that this lady told me uh, that that man went through and took all the blood uh, songs uh, out uh, of the song books. And I said, well, sister, what was the purpose behind that? And he said, because it teaches of a slaughterhouse religion, a bloody religion. Let me say to you first and foremost today, I thank God I'm part of a bloody religion. Amen. I call Christianity because it was the shedding of our blood and Savior. of our It was shedding of the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that we can have salvation full and free. And folks, listen. For those people that won't preach for the blood of Christ and won't preach on the blood of Christ, I kind of doubt their salvation because I know when I fell down in an altar that day, the blood began to fall. And my friend, my sins were wiped away white as snow. Though it's as far as the east is to the west. Uh, folks, it's not a slaughterhouse religion, uh, but I'm telling you here, telling you here today uh, that it was the shedding of the blood uh, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that Him being that perfect sacrifice uh, that we could have and can have salvation. Thank God for the blood today. Amen. Uh, that was shed uh, on Calvary's tree for you and I. I tell you what, I have concerns about that. I, it bothers me in my soul and down in my heart that they would remove uh, the blood songs uh, and that they would remove uh, uh, scriptures from the Word of God that referred to the blood. Here in the scriptures that we read, uh, 
this morning together, Jesus has gathered His disciples together for the last supper. And as these men gather around Him, He holds up the cup and begins to explain that His blood is the new covenant. And that His blood is sufficient. Whereas the blood of goats and bulls for 4,000 years has not met the requirements for the fulfilling of the law, His blood, the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, is sufficient to meet the need this morning. Amen. It's through His blood that we're saved. This is what He was talking about when He said that He had come to fulfill the law and not to do away with it. Matthew 5, 17 says, Think not that I'm come to destroy the law of the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. That He in one selfless, loving act would do what no other sacrifice had been able to do down through time and would begin a new covenant with God and of creation. A blood covenant that if anyone would trust in the power of the blood, they would receive redemption. If they would trust in the power of the blood, they would receive atonement. If they would trust in the power of the blood, they would have healing. If they would trust in the power of the blood, they would have protection. If they would trust in the power of the blood, they would have deliverance. If they would trust in the power of the blood, they'd have strength. If they would trust in the power of the blood, they'd have transformation. It will change your life the blood will change your life there is wonder working power in the precious blood of the lamb power to take away all the sins of the world number one real quickly are you listening his blood has the power to redeem if you're saved today, you know what redeemed means. And, 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 and I know what redeemed means. But I, I started struggling with try, trying to come up with my own definition of the word redeemed. And I looked up on dictionary.com. And I went into that Webster's Dictionary. I think he's the one that uh, puts it on there. And I looked up that word redeemed. And you know what it says by the word redeemed? It says cleared by payment. <laughs> That's exactly what redeemed means. I've been cleared. I've been cleared by the precious blood of Jesus. He's washed away all of my sins. He's paid the ultimate price on the cross of Calvary to where we can have salvation full and free. I'm redeemed this morning by the precious blood of the Lamb. Listen, it did. Listen, it took more than the blood of a goat. It takes more than the blood of a lamb. But it did take the blood of the only precious perfect lamb that being the only begotten son of God the Lord Jesus Christ his blood is sufficient to redeem you today he paid for us amen on a place called Calvary redeemed 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 by the blood of the lamb redeemed redeemed his child forever I am Galatians 3.13 says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. You see, the law was hard. It was almost a curse upon mankind. No one could be pure enough. No one can be good enough or holy enough to obey the entire law. The law held men in bondage. 
and showed every imperfection in humanity. But the blood of Jesus has freed us from the curse of sin Amen. and death. Romans 8 and 15 says, For ye have not to receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption. I've been adopted into the family of God. You go and talk to someone about adopting a baby and the Flemings. That's all done, isn't it? Y'all adopted him. March the 15th, it'll all be done. I went with a family one time to see a lawyer and they were going to adopt a child and there were some amazing facts about adoption that I learned. And uh, one thing that the lawyer told uh, that couple that was trying to adopt that child was number one, that uh, when he's adopted, he's going to take on a brand new name. Amen. I'm not known as what I used to be. Amen. Amen. I'm not, listen, I'm not all, thank God I'm not what I used to be. I'm not really always all the time what I'm supposed to be. But I can tell you what, I'm saved by the blood of Jesus today. Amen. He said not only will he get a brand new name, that 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 baby will also, its past will be completely forgotten. (laughs) When that baby's adopted into its new family. And I got to thinking that's just like what Jesus done for me. When He adopted me into the family of God, He's given me a brand new name instead of a heather. And they call me a Christian. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, gave me a brand new name and my past was completely forgotten about and forgiven. That's shouting ground. Amen. I don't know about you, but I had I had sin in my life. I had some bad things in my life. But thank God when the blood fell, all of it got wiped off. We got a clean slate. And thank God He's still redeeming today. Amen. Listen, I'm telling you what, I don't know how people think they can get saved without the blood of Jesus. How can they be adopted into the family without the blood of Jesus? The law had no redemption qualities. Today it was a lamb. It had, it had, it had no completion, in other words. It, today it had, uh, it was to be a lamb. Tomorrow it would be a dove. Next week it'd be a goat. The next week it'd be a bull. It never stopped constantly trying to cover the sins of a nation. The priest had to enter in uh, to the Holy of Holies once every year, sprinkle blood with the sacrifices upon the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant and atone for the sins of the nation. Of Israel. That's what used to happen. But listen to 1 Peter chapter 1. Verse 18 and 19. For as much as you know that we were not redeemed with corruptible things. As silver and gold. But your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. But with the precious blood of Christ. As of a lamb without blemish. And without spot. In other words, He was the perfect Lamb, the perfect sacrifice. But one cry from Jesus and God was no longer separated from man by a veil. But as He cried out, it is finished. The veil was torn from the top to the bottom. And that's very significant because that just proves that God done the tearing and not man. The, 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 the veil was torn From the top to the bottom. And now men can be redeemed by the new covenant of the blood of Jesus Christ. And now man is no longer separated from the presence of God. And by His blood, 
we can meet our Savior. Hebrews 10, 16 and 19 through 19 says, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds will I write them and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now, where remission of, of these is, there is no more offering for sin, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. In other words, we don't have to go back to the mercy seat. We we don't have to no more have the shed blood of animals. We've got the supreme sacrifice of the blood of Jesus Christ. And thank God you ain't got to get saved eight times. You can't get saved eight times. You get saved one time. Amen. And it's good. Amen. He is a faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. And we are saved. They asked Jane Fonda many years ago, Are you a Christian? She said, Yeah, I've been saved eight times. Baloney. That's my good Greek word for today. Baloney. Amen. Oh, yeah. But number two, His blood has the power to transform. It's the blood of Jesus when applied to our lives makes the chiefest and vilest of sinners plead. Transforms them body and soul and spirit into a new creature formed in the image of God's holiness. Hebrews 9 and 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself without one, without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? You see, Saul, he had murdered. He was a murderer. Then tried to destroy the church of the living God. With an, but he all of a sudden had an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ on the road to Emmaus. All of a sudden... Saul was transformed to Paul as an apostle of Christ. Oh, Saul became Paul, a crucifier of the church, an enemy of the church, got saved and washed in that blood. The thief on the cross had an encounter with the power of the blood of Jesus and was transformed from that of a condemned man. And to a saint dwelling in paradise. For Jesus said so. Second Corinthians 5.17 There if any man be in Christ he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold all things are new. Uh, boy I'm telling you what. I didn't have to go through seven steps. I didn't have to break no chips. I didn't have to do anything like that. When Jesus came along and shed his blood upon me. It transformed my mind. It transformed my whole entire life. When I got up off the altar. I knew that I wasn't to go to the places that I used to go. And I didn't act the way that I used to act. And my life completely changed and turned around uh, completely. That's what God can do. That's what His blood can do. I didn't have to have somebody to come over to my house and beg me to come to church. I didn't have to have them come over and offer to buy me a steak dinner. Not to where I could come to Sunday school. No, sir. I didn't have all that. I just had the real deal, baby. I had Jesus. (laughs) Amen. That's what you need. Amen. Oh, you need the blood of Christ. You need the, the real thing. Don't let the devil slip you a counterfeit. 
I tell you what, once you get saved, you won't have the problem of laying and rolling over on the bed saying, Oh no, we gotta go to church in the morning. Oh, this morning we gotta get up and go to the house of God. Oh, well, if you get saved, get your heart right with the Lord, you'll bounce up out of bed and say, Thank God, today's the day that's been separated and set apart that we come to the house of worship and worship a true and living God. Separated out. I didn't know a whole lot about the Bible when I got saved. I just know what to do to get saved. And when He saved me, I didn't even know that the Bible said, Come out from among them and be ye separate. But I knew in my heart that Scripture was burnt there. I did not want to go and do the things that I used to do. Listen. (laughs) My song changed from whiskey bent to hell bound to amazing grace. How sweet the sound. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, that's what my song, listen, hey, I, I started, there was a change in the attitude at the workplace. I'd go through there singing that old whiskey bent song, walking down through the back of those aisles of that place where I worked. Then all of a sudden, Jesus saved my heart, and I started walking down through there singing Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. They said, what's wrong with you, boy? I said, I found Jesus. That's what's wrong. Hey, man, I found Jesus. And I really wasn't looking for him. And to be honest with you, it's more like he found me. But thank God, I'm just glad we got hooked up one with the other. Amen. Oh, yeah. When you get hooked in with the right Lord, the Lord, the only Lord Jesus Christ, you get hooked in right, my friend. It'll change your life. It has power to transform. All things will become new. There's no soul this morning that is able to be convicted by the Spirit of God that can be so foul that our Lord cannot save. They can save the vilest of sinners. It doesn't matter what you've been in. It doesn't matter what you've done. I believe the Lord Jesus Christ in His Word. He can save you. The Bible says, Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Number three, His blood has the power to give life. Blood is our source of life. Without it coursing through our veins, life will cease in this physical body. You cannot survive without the blood. Without the the blood of Christ applied to our spirit and soul, we're bound for the certainty of the second death. What's the second death, preacher? Well, Revelations 21 and 8 tells us. He says, but the fearful and unbelieving, these lost people, and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, whoa, look out shall have their part in the lake, which burning with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. I believe the Bible just told me that the second death is a lake that burns with fire and brimstone. That's the truth from God's Word. Life more abundant can only come and only be found in the power of His blood. 
The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. John 10, 10. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundant. His blood has the power to give life. But His blood, number four, listen, His his blood has the power to heal and protect. Whenever a virus attacks our physical body and begins to make us sick, our blood begins to fight with all that it has attacking this virus with white blood cells that we can get better. And when the enemy of our soul rises up against you, the blood of our Lord and Savior covers us like a shield and that the enemy would be destroyed and that he would not come and destroy our soul. Amen. Folks, the enemy can be moved. The enemy one day will be ultimately destroyed. Why is that preacher? How can we have that protection? Because there's working power in the blood of the Lamb. When your body suffers an injury, a cut, your blood does this wonderful thing to protect you from infection. It performs a clot or a scab, if you would, that protects you. Put that on the spiritual side and think about it a minute. Many times in this life when we suffer from different kinds of attacks on our spirit... A word maybe that's said that cuts you like a knife into the heart. Maybe a selfish act almost destroys you emotionally. An attack from Satan upon your thought life of condemnation. And when the attack comes, if you'll get down to business with the Lord, He'll cover you with a Holy Ghost scab (laughs) and protect you from the enemy. No viruses will be able to come into your way. No evil influence will be able to come in because you're covered by the precious blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Oh, listen, I tell you what, it wouldn't hurt none of us today to get on an altar of prayer and plead the blood of Jesus for protection of our home, protection for our children, protection for our grandchildren, protection for our family. Lord, we plead the blood that you help keep us on the right road to Calvary. God, help us today to do that which is right. Protect us from the enemy that will come in and attack. Blood has the power to heal and protect. Oh boy, when the enemy comes, that's when the blood of Jesus wraps around our spirit and soul to protect us. Brings healing to the hurts in our life. Amen. The wound may be tender for a while. May leave a scar. But the blood of Jesus is always at work. In the middle of our hurts of this life, He brings that protection He brings that healing. He's not going to put so much on you or allow the devil to come to you so hard that you're not going to be able to bear it. I'm telling you, the Lord will take care of us, church. We've got to have that mountain moving faith. Got to have that mustard seed faith. Got to have that faith of believing and knowing that He's going to take care of us. But number five, are you listening? His blood has the power to deliver. It's the power, it's the power of the blood of Jesus that breaks the bondage of sin in our lives. Yeah. 
He does not just forgive us and leave us in the grips of Satan. But by the power of the blood of Christ, we experience freedom from sin. Thank God we can. The Bible tells us in Galatians 5.1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Folks, He is able to save. He's able to keep. We're able to stay away from Get into those uh, things, sinful things of this life. Trust in the Lord. Walk close with God. He's going to walk with you. He said, I'm never going to leave you. Never going to forsake you. Whatever sin uh, uh, and Satan has wrapped around your life and seems to be choking the very life out of you with, the blood of Christ can break it and set you free. But not just to deliver, but to overcome. If you missed Wednesday night's message, you need to go online and listen to it. How to be an overcomer. I won't preach that over again this morning. But folks, we can overcome the devil. We can overcome this world in which we live in. Colossians 1, 13 and 14, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son, in whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Revelations 12 and 11, And they overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. Number 6, this is the last one. Listen quick. His blood is still powerful today. Some people say, uh, I don't see uh, the things we used to see. I don't, I don't see the packed church houses anymore. I, and that, that some is true, but that does not change the power of God. Amen. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His blood is still as powerful today as it was on Calvary as He shed it for you and I. His blood is still saving old sinners. His blood is still setting the captives free today. His blood is still sufficient to wipe the slate clean so we, we can have redemption. Yeah. What love. What sacrifice. What a gift of life. What blood. Let me ask you this question. Have you experienced the wonder-working power of the blood of the Lamb? Do you know where I'm coming from when we preach to you today on the power of the blood? Knowing that we can go back to a place to when we were saved. Some of you may not be able to note the date and the time, but you can probably take us back to where you were saved. Yeah. And where you knelt, the blood fell. And then your life was completely changed and rearranged. I can take you back several years ago to the old Converse Church. And we was preaching that morning on rooms of Satan. And that boy right there came down and gave his heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the blood covered him. 
And the blood called him to preach. Amen. And the blood delivered him. Listen. The Lord called him. You know what I mean. But it was through, it all began with the blood. Amen. All began with the blood. That's pretty good. You can even remember the message that you were saved under. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm glad to know that I'm washed in the blood of the Lamb today. Amen. Set free from sin and bondage. Set free from the wickedness of this world. Listen, I've got to live in this world, but thank God I don't have to be part of this world. I can be a part of God's people. We can serve the Lord together. Come into our place of worship. Open up His precious Word. Sing the precious songs of Zion. And get something accomplished for the kingdom of God. We've got that freedom today because Jesus... Shed His blood. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands shed their blood to where we may have freedom of our nation. But only one shed His blood to where you can be free from the bondage of sin. That, my friend, Leads us to Him. Being our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ. Do you know Him today? I want you to stand. Sister Dottie, come get us a song of invitation. Sister Lisa, you come on too if you want. Preacher, what do I do if I'm lost today? I want, I want to be acquainted with the blood. All you have to do is just bow your head before God and ask Him to forgive you of your sins. Amen. If God's drawing you this morning, you ought to just come to an old-fashioned altar of prayer and ask the Lord Jesus to come into your heart. You may be here this morning and say, Preacher, I feel like I'm under the attack of the enemy. It seems like hell itself has come against me all week. Well, i got news for you. There's victory in the blood of Jesus. There's protection in the blood of Jesus. What do I need to do, preacher? Well, you need to come down and pray that, and plead the blood of Christ upon your home. Plead the blood of Christ upon your family. Plead the blood of Christ against the enemy on behalf of your family and your home. What do I need to do, preacher? The devil's fighting me tooth and nail. I pray that you pray that the devil will keep you that the devil will be run away and that God would keep you safe. All I need to do, preacher, you need to pray. Plead the blood. Allow the blood of Jesus to do its wonderful work and power in the precious name of the Lamb. Father in heaven, God, in Jesus' name, we love you. Thank you for your moving of the Holy Spirit this hour. Thank you for all these that are making a move to come. Lord, I pray that you would, Lord, uh, display your power through your precious blood in protecting these families. Lord, if there be anyone lost in our presence, Lord, I pray that you'd save them for it's everlasting too late. Lord, this hour, even this day, Lord, in Jesus' name, we humbly pray. Amen. And amen.
As these are gathered around the altar, there's room for one more. There's room for several if you want to come. We'll be glad to pray with you. We'll be glad to try our best to help you. At times we just got to plead the blood of Jesus. We have to set our selfish desires aside. And say, Lord Jesus, I need your help. By the power of your blood, I need your help, Lord. He can deliver. His blood can deliver. His blood can heal. His blood can redeem. I've seen some in my life that were so addicted to drugs, they thought they'd never get out of it. But yet the Lord Jesus Christ came upon the scene by the way of His precious blood. Yes. <laughs> and by the way of His precious blood, every sin was wiped away. Every sin was wiped away. Washed away. Folks, our families will continue to be under attack until we plead the blood of Jesus. We need the covering. I've heard prayer requests this morning. Preacher, remember our family. Our children's going down the wrong road. I've heard some things this morning that would break a heart. And it did. All because of their children that's going wayward. We don't want them to go wayward. We want them to go straight to God. Straight to the Lord Jesus Christ. Get down to where the rubber meets the road. They need to be saved. Hallelujah. Okay.